So have you heard of Halloween? <laughs> yeah, I have. I have heard of Halloween. Really? Yeah. It's surprising. <laughs> Don't you come from like a Baptist background? Dude, do you have I not told you about my Halloweens? I guess not. Bro, okay. So we uh we used to make haunted houses in our garage. Oh. I came home one day in... You were that guy in the neighborhood. That was your family. Okay, but, but get this, though, because I came home like in fifth grade, and I told my dad, I said... I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you bad, but I want to be honest with you. I almost kidnapped a kid in one of those kind of houses <laughs> in high school. <laughs> and it wouldn't have been my what? fault. It would not have been my fault. The police report. Pause my story police, right now. The police report tell me what say, this story is. That's not your fault. What? Leave us be, devil. Fiddle off this guy. Because <laughs> my dad had the idea for Pillow Pets, Pillow Pets. See, I'm going to be honest. We've been friends for five years. This should have come up day one. Things I learned last night. Tilling it, tilling it. There, there was a house in Isaiah's neighborhood okay. that would always do the haunted house thing. And they had one year they went particularly, like, they, they did a really good job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one room that you went in and it was like a little kid's room, right? <laughs> and there was just. Like, you walk in the room, and you're like, there's nothing going on, but it was, like, super, like, quiet, and then all of a sudden, there's, like, that, like... Um, oh, yeah, like the toy, like, the... Like, that kind yeah, of... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so it was like, no, oh, no, no, what no, the no. heck is this? And then, like, the toy chest, like, pops open, and, like, not one, not two, but, like, six, like, toddlers start what? climbing <laughs> out of the toy chest and, like, crawling at you, and since it's not, like, a legally regulated... Uh, a haunted house they could do whatever they wanted so these kids just mobbed you and like started climbing up your body what? and like <laughs> just <laughs> mabbing onto you and I was like what 15 but this freaked me out and so like I like stormed out of the haunted house and this kid's like still hanging on me and like wanted to let you go you say toddlers <laughs> like Noah's age or mm-hmm. like probably like preschool age so like yeah they they could poop on their own and talk decent, but <laughs> not like you in that <laughs> sentence <laughs> and talk decent. <laughs> I'm still a toddler. So, so clearly older than you. <laughs> older than me. But yeah, so the kid wouldn't let go of me. I like stormed out of the house and he was still holding on to me. So. Almost kidnapped. He was him. holding on to me for the next four houses we went trick or treating to. Yeah, he was like, "When can I go home?" And I was like, "Whenever you want, dude. Just let go." <laughs> I'm your home now. <laughs> this is home. This is us. <laughs> um, we well, okay, so we were the house that did the haunted house, and uh, was that your house? Did I kidnap yeah, you? Dude, you kidnapped <laughs> me. Um. <laughs> Well, so we, like, I went home one day in fifth grade, told my dad, I was like, dude, we got to make a haunted house. I didn't say dude, I was, whatever. But, uh, yeah, that'd be inappropriate. <laughs> father, uh, <laughs> father, we father. Need to make a, can we make a haunted house, please? <laughs> um, so I went home, I said, uh, I told him I didn't want to go trick or treating, I wanted to do a haunted house. And my dad is the kind of person who just, uh, 
Like if you tell him to do, if you ask him to do something, he'll do it. But then he'll make it his project, and he will do it uh, too well. Like too, yeah. like he'll just do too much for I've it. I've seen it. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, uh, uh, well, we should, we had the camera footage of this somewhere. Like there was like a room. You walked in our garage. You walked like um, through this little like twisty, turny little hallway type thing. There's like three mm-hmm. feet wide hallway, so it's kind of tight. Yeah. And we like hung strings from the ceiling, so you walk through strings, and it felt like spider webs or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you walk into a living room, and my friend Greg is sitting on the couch with his arms stretched over, but he's like perfectly still. And we put pillows in his shirts and stuff, so he looks like he's just a stuffed dummy, and he's wearing this mask, right? <laughs> and so he's sitting on his couch watching TV, but like on top of the TV is our camera pointing out. Um, and so it's just feeding the stuff from the camera. So you see yourself on the TV when you walk in. Okay. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's us on the TV. So kids are going up and be like, it's me on the TV. And like, you know, flipping us off or whatever. Yeah. Then uh, they sit down on the couch next to Greg and uh, he's got, he's just got his arm over. And then like, he would just turn his head. Oh my gosh. It was People like, would lose it. Oh, I, we had to clean the couch. I think someone peed on it. Like <laughs> it was great, dude. So like that was like, but we did, did it so well. My dad, we had a strobe light room that we covered with those like, reflective stuff. And my dad like tore a big piece of it uh, and put armholes in it, put it over himself and then had a head cover. So he completely blended in with the wall in this one room. Wow. And the strobe light is going, right? Yeah. So then he would take the thing off his head. Now he looks like a floating head against this wall. Oh, he gosh. got punched twice that year. <laughs> Dude, it was like, it was legit. That's I'll have to find cool. the video of it because it was cool. like, we were, my dad, I knew it wasn't going to be cheesy because my dad was like, he, he spent, he goes. Yeah, he started in uh, like August. Oh my God. The next year. Wait. The so end like, of August, September, October. Okay. I thought you meant like, August, September, October, November, December. January, February, March, April, the year before. I forgot forgot what comes after December. I was like, man, December, doesn't it end there? It doesn't. It's over, right? You can't do anything. Everything, that's, you have to drop everything from the year before, which is why people shop during December. They got to get all their stuff in before the year's over and the government takes all of their money. <laughs> Make sure you get everything done. Everybody starts over on January. About to happen again. Oh, good luck. You're not going to remember any of this. It's like, what is what is that? Those elevator movies? Is that what it's called? Elevator movies? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like, like oh, kind of like oh, smooth oh. jazz or... No. <laughs> is that what is what is that called? The the movies where it's like you wake up and you do the same day over Groundhog Day. Ground yeah, but what's the what's the term for those movies? Is there a term? I think it's like elevator movies. Elevator what? yeah. I wanna say because you you open it up and it's the same uh, all I'm getting is the two thousand eleven thriller elevator that got Yeah, that um, movie was pretty good. I watched it at a friend's house. It was pretty was, good? Yeah, I watched at a friend's house who was a girl who I lied to my parents because we stayed the night. Me, a bunch of us stayed the night at this girl's house. Her parents were cool with it because because they weren't there. So <laughs> they probably wouldn't have been cool with it if they were. But a bunch of us stayed the night at her house. There's like 10 of us and we watched Elevator. Um, but I lied to my parents, told her I was going to somebody else's house who was a boy. So that way I could stay the night. And we watched Elevator. That's why I remember that. You got 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. So Yeah, and it... it Maintain twenty four percent of our attention at that night. What took the other seventy six percent? Can we take a moment? That was pretty fast math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fast. I'm proud of you. Yeah. But the, the other seventy six percent. I wasn't one hundred percent confident when I came out of my mouth. But I was like, oh, "I was right. We're good." <laughs> Sweet, nailed it. 
No, but to answer your question, we were actually watching a 76ers game that night. Stop. So <laughs> that's what took the other 76%. <laughs> But I think I think the I think the phrase for it is elevator loop. I really do. Like even though we didn't get much information on the internet from that, you can't find everything. <laughs> you know, on the internet. we it's not confirmed anywhere. I'm gonna go ahead and treat it as fact. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. <clears throat> but anyway, so here's something to think about. You know how like if you go to church, you're not allowed to talk about Halloween or say Halloween. Yeah. And you if, need to call it. Harvest, yeah, harvest, and you you don't trick or treat, you trunk or treat, and yeah. <laughs> um, you you can't eat candy unless it's at Sunday school, right? Um, well, all of that originated because Halloween's inherently evil. It comes from pagan rituals and stuff like that. Hallow's right? Eve, yes, yeah, all Hallow's Eve. Well, that all that crap is a lie. None of it's true. That, all the Hallow's Eve stuff, or all <laughs> of the church stuff, yes. Um, <laughs> it's really it. It's supr- Halloween is surprisingly Christian, like oh yeah, like it's arguably a Christian holiday. Yes, it actually what? is. It it started as a Christian holiday. Is that's where it came from? Okay. It, all Hallows Eve, All Saints Eve. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about Saints. All Saints Eve. Okay. All Saints Eve. Okay. The idea behind it, it was like a Christian Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I 100% know that you brought this topic up just so you could say that word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dia de los muertos. I'm pretty good at it. I practiced. That was a whole unit of Spanish class in high school. And I took Spanish I imagine, two twice. So I imagine you trying to woo a girl by whispering that in her ear. <laughs> Just do that to Brie. <laughs> Dia de los muertos. Hola, señorita. Dia de los muertos. <laughs> it's attractive. It's an attractive phrase. It means <laughs> it's an attractive phrase. It's an attractive language. No, it's the phrase. <laughs> Day of the dead. That's attractive. <laughs> Um, really gets people thinking about how much time they have left, and they might as well just give up and <laughs> settle well for me. Might as well be in love with me. <laughs> it works. It's worked for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, so saints. It's the slogan for eHarmony. <laughs> it's worked well for a lot worked of people. For a lot of people. Um, yeah. Okay, so Halloween. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Just the etymology of it. Etymology means. Where the word came from. Don't freaking do that ever again. On <laughs> the condescending tone. Oh my gosh. But the word, it was like originally like All Saints Eve, but mm-hmm. saints were called hollows. And so Halloween was a, a All Hollows evening. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of started contracting it. And so then it was All Halloween, but like. It was Halloween, and then like apostrophe e n, and then they like dropped the apostrophe, and then they dropped all, and then it was just Halloween. Right. So that's how that kind of developed. But it started out. It was it was just like Dia de los Muertos. It was like you're gonna remember all the dead saints, and yeah. so you would get together, you would pray like a blessing for all the dead saints. You'd have like a a vigil for them, and like light some candles and have. 
like a seat at the table for the dead saint or a dead family member to like come sit at your table with you and have like a meal with you like one day a year. Which which is I mean that <laughs> is weird. It's a weird right, thing right, to right. do. But that that specific portion of it was where, yeah yeah. So where, when did it change? When did uh, I mean you know I, I don't know. Eventually. Uh, we we can get to that in a minute. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> no, I do know. I do know, but I don't want to get oh, ahead of ourselves. Oh, oh, sorry, I don't want to get ahead of um, Sorry, the, I won't ask questions. Yeah, don't ever ask me anything. <laughs> this, I'm trying to teach somebody something. Um, somebody out there is just like, man, I wish I knew more about Halloween. <laughs> Someone found this podcast because you were like, Halloween. I gotta find out about it. There is this someone is else Halloween. out there up at 2 a.m. right now searching Halloween. Halloween. And they're not even. It's not even October when they're listening to this. Yep. It is July of 2020. Exactly, exactly. So can you tell me what a soul cake is? Can I- <laughs> what? <laughs> is this a serious question? Are you trying to get <laughs> Soul cake. Soul uh, cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> it's like a chocolate cake with the hot uh, syrup in the middle. And they call it because it's good for the soul. Uh, try again. Oh, <laughs> a soul cake in in relation to Halloween. Um, I mean, could be. <laughs> <laughs> spit my water everywhere. Um, I don't. I don't know what a soul cake is. Soul cake uh, has got to be. Uh, yeah, it's got to be like the the special kind of ingredients that are kind of special cake that they made for this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty close. That's ex- actually exactly right. No, it's <laughs> That's it's actually got, exactly it's right. Be what it, is. it was made. It's like it's like an allspice, nutmeg, right. cinnamon, ginger cake that yeah. they made, and they would give it to the kids on All Hallows Eve. That was like the kids' treat. You oh, would get a gotcha. soul cake okay. with the meal. So and that so, starts the, tr- the treat the treat tradition. Yeah, so that's kind of where it started. Y- you would have some dead guy eating at your table. Right. Which would- <laughs> <laughs> it starts with, hey, uh, Uncle Jimmy's back for today. <laughs> for, for the day. Here's a soul cake. Um, and what about think- Aunt Martha? No, she was not a saint. She you was know not that. a saint. You yeah. know that. We can't have anybody who's not a saint We hated her. No, the interesting thing, this is this is really the big portion. There's a portion that comes later that was kind of a little pagan, but then this portion is really the part that's really pagan. A because little pagan. <laughs> a little, a little a, pagany. <laughs> yeah, that's a little pagan of you. That's a little pagany for me. Yeah, that's a little too pagan. Um, <laughs> too pagan. Too pagan. Stop. Uh, Stop. <laughs> I just want a t-shirt that says too pagan. <laughs> And it could pay, be too big. That's, like, that's the verb. Yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get like the Greek god Osiris, like on the <laughs> shirt and hat with a toupee on his head. Just too pagan. Too pagan. <laughs> I like this idea. Okay, go ahead. That's a good so, idea. okay, so these kids eating, uh, eating soul cake. No, with we're their talking dead about grandpa. the pagans. We're talking about pagans right, right. now. Okay. We're gonna get to that. I gotta keep up. So the part, so the part where the dead person comes and eats a meal with you. Mm. That's the part that was really pagan. Because that had been around for centuries. Cultures would, one day a year, they would set out a place at your table for a dead family member, light a candle, and they would say, okay, this is the day they get to come have a meal with us. Is this, uh, genuine question, is this pre-Jesus or after Jesus? Pre-Jesus. Okay. So that that had been happening for a long time. Yeah. And then after Jesus, 
All Hallows Eve started happening. I don't know, I don't know exactly when it began, um, but it started happening, and they started adopting that practice, but they would have saints come instead of, like, dead family members. And so they believed saints were coming into their home and eating a meal with them one night a year. And that's what it really was for the longest time. They'd have a little vigil and, like, do a prayer, but it was really to kind of remember the saints was the idea behind it. They started making those cakes. They started playing, like, little, like, games, like bobbing for apples. They would play games. There's a lot of weird apple games. It became, like, like an event. Yeah. Like a community coming together kind of event mm-hmm. like a fall festival yeah if you will yeah like a like a chunk or treat <laughs> like everybody back your hondas and <laughs> over here and open them up and give the kids some soul cakes a honda according to his word uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a dumb joke and i hate it but um so then so so things started to develop they started mm-hmm. adding more more things to kind of turn it into a bigger sure. event um, more of a family oriented time they started uh uh, adopting a lot of practices from a celtic holiday um that marks celtic yeah not celtic no celtic (laughs) don't look at me like that celtic celtic that's that's celtic is those girls those like four women who who, like sing the celtic women (laughs) celtic okay yeah you're right i'm wrong i'm wrong here thank you for a second, I, all I could think was Tom Selleck. <laughs> That's all I could think for a second. I think Celtic. I think. I think. Both, are, Celtic, are, are Celtic and Celtic not the same thing? I'm, you know, that's a good question. I'm. I just started wondering that. Um, let's see if can we get a pronunciation key. We were talking earlier today. Actually, I don't understand why nobody ever teaches you how to read a pronunciation key. It doesn't make any sense because I see a pronunciation key on something like. In an encyclopedia, I am saying that these are the same. So Celtic and Celtic, you can say it either way. Yeah, but let's how see. do Celtic people say? Let's it? see what this YouTube video or that's people. called "How to Pronounce." <laughs> Turn it up. Celtic. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Now, but every other article is why are there two ways to pronounce Celtic? Is Celtic pronounced Celtic or Celtic? Uh, why is it pronounced Boston Celtics? Yeah, because the Boston the Celtics. Boston Celtics are Celtics, not Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, why is everything else Celt? Like, <clears throat> this may be another another podcast. We might have to do a whole new episode. <laughs> Celtic and Celtic. Celtic. The Celtics versus the Celtics. Who wins the NBA championship? Celtics or Celtics? The Celtics, because they're a real team and they've practiced together longer. The Celtics have just arrived on the scene and they're like, hey, we're the Celtics. And the Celtics are like, well, that's not how you say it. <laughs> so I would assume the Celtics would win that matchup just based on their NBA history. Well, you don't. The Celtics could have an NBA history. You don't know who made up that team for sure. Because that there could also be, could that be, that be a, group a power of fans team. that just call them the Celtics. That could be Michael Jordan and the Castelluni Tunes gearing up together for one more hurrah to beat the aliens. Yeah. The aliens being the Celtics. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) The just look of frustration I got from you with that was what I live for. Oh. I was honestly trying to think of puns to use for Irish of either space or jam. <laughs> you can't. Because you know. there's no Irish people in space. Okay. <laughs> they never made it. 
They weren't even in the race. They weren't in the running. It was us in Russia, really. Anyways, this episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver infused fabric and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. Um, So back to what I was saying about the Celtics, I, I suppose. They had a holiday that marked the end of the harvest. What are you over here watching other videos? Am I not? <laughs> no, is this no, not no, interesting no, no, enough no, no, for no, you? No, 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 That was the page. It just started playing. I'm sorry. That was the pagans. That was the, <laughs> it's a little too pagan for <laughs> the, me. <laughs> the pagans. It's still too much for me. Is it pagans or pagans? <laughs> Stop. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the the, hol- the, the Celtic holiday, mm-hmm. um, it marked the end of the harvest season. So it was October 31st because mm-hmm. the harvest rolled over November 1st. I mean, that wasn't. It was, right, it was, they call yeah, it different yeah, things, you. but see if you can pronounce this word. It was S A M H A I N. That's that's the name of the holiday. How do you pronounce it? Samin. Close. Try it again. Samin. Closer. Samhin. That a lot closer. Samhin. Okay, you want to know how to pronounce it? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're in the, oh gosh, no, stop. It is Samhin. <laughs> What? S A M H A I N. I'm going Sam Hin, and you're like, that's a lot closer. <laughs> a lot. It was a lot closer. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot closer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Sawin. I don't understand how that does. Yeah, you're getting there. <laughs> yeah, you're close. Keep, keep trying. You're going to get there any second. You're now. almost there. You're almost, almost there. Sawin? Sawin. Sawin. What is Sawin again? The, this is... This is the, the Celtic, sorry. Not Celtics. The Celtic holiday that marks the end of the harvest okay. season. And in they this time... They call it Sawin. Yeah. We call it Halloween. No. Halloween. Halloween. This is Sawin. This is Sawin. 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 This is Sam Hin. 
You're right. It just doesn't have the same ring to it. It doesn't. That's why they <laughs> That's changed why they it. Went with <laughs> They're like, man, this word, the way it's spelled isn't cool. <laughs> it doesn't fit that song. <laughs> we gotta make it fit. Um, so, so they had a lot of little festival things mm-hmm. that they did. They actually did some weird stuff with apples too. I don't know why Apple showed up so much this time. Maybe, maybe it's something with. Uh, you grew up in a small Stop. town. Did people <laughs> pick a lot of apples? In your face. <laughs> did people pick a lot of apples at that time of year? Is that prime apple picking time? It is now, just because they think it's supposed to be. I mean, we have apple butter making days. Yeah, yeah I don't. What is that? So maybe. Why maybe, do we have apple butter making days? Only your town has that. Nobody, I haven't heard of that until I. No, I'm just saying. Why do like? Like, okay, why do you got? You but I mean, Carthage, me, as in Carthage, Missouri has. Well, they just had something. Um, Carthage, Missouri Fall Festival is. I think it's like apple. Oh, maple leaf. Never mind. Not even close. That's not funny. even the same thing. Um, is apple. there is there a connection to apples in October? Like, do you just harvest a bunch of apples at this time? Is this their season? Because I feel like Apple seems very spring to me. Because that's when they drop all their new MacBooks. Well, uh, I'll have you know that uh, October is National Apple Month. Oh, interesting. Did they establish that before the Celtic holiday? (laughs) Did the U.S. government establish that before this Celtic holiday? Because there's there's a lot of Apple festivities, always. Why is... October. But not so much anymore. I don't remember the last time I saw somebody bob for apples on Halloween. <laughs> and by I don't remember the last time, I don't remember it at all in my life. I don't think I've ever seen it. I think um, it's an outdated practice. Oh, this is an article called How Do You Hashtag Apple Day? So we're going to read is there that. An apple Day? <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Apple A Day. How do you apple a day? Uh, that's totally different. Oh, you're right. That's like trying to put doctors out of business. Mm. So, this holiday, Samhain, part of what they did, they took all the turnips that like they couldn't use because they went bad, and they would carve out faces in the turnips. And that was supposed to be because they believed... That that time was when the, all the evil spirits would come out, and they'd be you'd be more susceptible to evil spirits during that time of year. Oh, did they think that like the face would trick the spirit into thinking that was a person? They thought that it would scare off the oh. spirits, so they would put those like in doorways. They would carry them around with them when they had to walk through like a forest, because they thought that those faces would scare away the spirits. And so that was where jack lanterns came from. Right, right, right. They carved up turnip. They were turnips. They weren't uh, uh, Octobers was what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't Octobers. They weren't Octobers. <laughs> they weren't pumpkins. Right. They were turnips, which I don't know if you could picture a jack lantern turnip, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> They did that, and they did what was I don't know, called... That's a little too pagan for me. <laughs> that's too pagan. They did what they called mumming and guising, which they, was the same purpose. Like, they would dress up to try to scare these spirits away. So mm. they would dress up to try to be scarier than demons. And so... Oh, okay. Yeah. So they did all that. So none of it is to, like, celebrate demons at all no it was it was trying to get them to just back off they're like mm-hmm. back off harvest is over we're trying to bob for some apples 
leave us be, leave demons. us be, devil. <laughs> and then, so they were like, I'm gonna cut up this turnip <laughs> so that way these demons don't come near us. That was probably the devil's idea. He and was like, hey, if you cut out this turnip, then you don't have to worry about <laughs> Who me. Who told you that? The devil? <laughs> <laughs> Who gave you that advice? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave you alone if you cut up some turnips, guys. <laughs> cut up some turnips, you'll be fine. <laughs> turnip. But you, but you know, turnip, 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 turnip. You know there's a dad who's like furiously cutting turnips at his house, and his kids are like, Dad, we're tired. He's like, The demons are going to get you. <laughs> you know, I got to cut turnips. And he's like super serious about protecting his family with turnips. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's exactly how it, how it happened. That is 100% how the story started. <laughs> his name was Hal. So they were like, oh, how on Saween, right? How on Saween. That's where the name came from. It's not where I thought you were going with that. Here's here's what some of those turnips look like. So that way you can at least get an idea of what we're talking about. Show it to your microphone so the people listening can okay. see it. You guys too. see that? <laughs> that is that is what a turnip jack Those are the first jack Honestly, those are pretty scary, though. I know. They're a little. I've, if I was a demon, I'd be spooked by that but the 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 jack-o'-lantern it's kind of interesting the story about where the jack-o'-lantern came from yeah how did it switch to pumpkins why are pumpkins in fall Ugh. that was just a mistake honestly whenever that was a canadian thing so the canadians the canadians are responsible for why halloween's the way it is today and i'll get to that in a minute but they wanted to do the jack-o'-lantern things the canadians Um, yeah they wanted to do the jack-o'-lantern things but they didn't have a lot of turnips around, but they had a lot of pumpkins. They're like, we'll just use pumpkins. And then they realized it worked better because it was easier to carve. That makes the sense. insides was much easier to carve. It's bigger. You could do more stuff with it. Yeah, and the devil was like, yeah, go for those pumpkins. <laughs> He's like, I'm not scared of pumpkins, you idiots. <laughs> so that's why Halloween's evil today. <laughs> because we stopped using turnips. We, we, honestly. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but Jack O' Lantern. Uh-huh. The story of Jack O' Lantern is interesting because there was a guy named Jack who was walking through the woods one night, mm-hmm. and the devil came out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the story. This, this is, is the story. Yeah, this, this is the story. Like, I didn't make this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The devil came out and was like, "I'm the devil," and so <laughs> Jack thought really quick and he climbed a tree. The devil climbed up the tree also. And Jack being the thick... You know, I like that the devil identifies himself when he comes out. <laughs> he just comes out and he's like, I'm the devil. <laughs> I'm the devil. Well, <laughs> Unless you're confused by the presence of a demon. Yeah. He he pops out and he's like, he's like Jack, unless he's you He's required by law. <laughs> unless you can best me in a fiddle off. Then <laughs> this is Canada, not Georgia. It's <laughs> the same. The devil the devil is always the same. The devil The devil's the same yesterday today. He had a connecting flight in Atlanta to Toronto. <laughs> to Toronto. And so that's he was actually looking for Jack, but he right. found like, I gotta, the guy in Georgia. I gotta fiddle off this guy. <laughs> Oh man. 
six eggs in a carton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to use all these sound bites, though. Oh, my God. Fiddle off. Fiddle off. <laughs> I want to make a t-shirt that says fiddle off fiddle now. Fiddle off. Um, <clears throat> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so, so, so he chases, the devil chases Jack up the tree. Jack is a thick, a quick thinker, so he climbs down the tree real quick, and he carves a cross into the tree. So now the devil can't come down because the cross is like holding him in place. Oh, and so, and the next part of the story doesn't make much sense to me because the devil's stuck in a tree now, but <laughs> <laughs> like he could feasibly be there indefinitely. Right. But Jack makes a deal with him and says, "If you promise me that you'll never let me into hell." then I'll let you down. And so he makes a deal with the devil. The devil says, yeah, fine. <laughs> You're never going to go to hell. And so then he says, okay. And so then Jack makes a jack-o'-lantern to see through the woods. Um, so he, he carves up a turnip and like uses it as like a flashlight almost so he can see through the woods. Right. He leaves the woods. And then he leads this like just sinful life, like total debauchery, mm-hmm. drinking, all, all the just crazy. Yeah, he's not stuff. afraid of hell anymore. He's not afraid of hell, so he he doesn't make heaven, right? And then he goes to hell, and then I was like, I can't let you in. I made a deal, and so then now Jack O' Lantern is who he is. He has his Jack O' Lantern. He wanders the world with his Jack O' Lantern because he can't go because he can't go to hell or heaven, and so that's where the Jack O' Lantern concept comes from. Uh, which is kind of interesting. I like that story. I think it's an interesting story. I think Jack should have just said, no, I'm going to leave you in the tree. Yeah, he would have solved all of our problems. <laughs> we would all be better. But he's like, no, this is... Promise me I won't go to hell. <laughs> Sweet. You're down. You're free. <laughs> Who wants to drink tonight? <laughs> I can't go to hell. <laughs> Turn it. <laughs> Turn it. Turn it. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, Jack's... Jack's an idiot, man. But uh, um, so, so yeah, so so uh, the All Hallows Eve mm-hmm. was practiced pretty much the same thing, same way for centuries. The only real pagan aspect of it was that they would do that little vigil or um, have that seat at the at the table where mm-hmm. everybody else could could um, let the dead people come sit at, I guess. Right. And so it was practiced like that for a really long time. Fast forward to when we find America, and then in like the early 1900s, the Canadians were like early like, 1900s. Yeah. Really. Yeah, the Canadians like started adding things on to Halloween and cherry picking things from different holidays, and so they started doing that guising or the mumming and dressing up like different things to kind of mimic things from pop culture, and so they started pulling things like like Frankenstein and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, started getting pulled into costumes, and they would make witch costumes and different stuff like that um, as part of what they were doing. And then they started doing the jack wait. So were people were every pumpkins. every every year at this time were people dressing up already to like scare off demons? Still, no, that was Samhain. So that was right, before right, All Hallows right. Eve. That was a, like a Celtic thing. Gotcha. And so the Celts prop might have still been doing that. I don't know. They prefer ticks. <laughs> okay, you're right. Um, <laughs> I hate that. That's the worst. Cottos, <laughs> right? Cottos, am I right? But um, yeah, and then there there were like you would get 
I, I I don't remember what culture it was. There was a culture that did like you could go. There was a uh, the end of their harvest. I need holiday. to write this stuff down because you're all over the place here, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. All I'm talking about is Halloween. I know, but you're like I gotta. I'm having a hard time following. I gotta write stuff down. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll make an outline. But they there was there's another culture there's another culture that did the mumming and they would dress up um, and they started going door to door to get soul cakes. The kids would go door to door to get soul cakes and that eventually uh, like developed into getting like nuts and other like small snacks and eventually chocolate. Um, and so then it was like, let me see here. Um, Yeah, Ontario, Canada. So this is like the first the first recorded guising in North America, North America was in Ontario, Canada in 1928. So that was the first time that someone dressed up in America for Halloween. There was like different people that would do like slightly different things in different cultures. Mm-hmm. But the first time in America that anybody dressed up was 1928. And then that developed into trick-or-treating um, where you would get originally soul cakes and then like nuts and different other things and then eventually chocolates um some some kids got money trick-or-treating for a while there you'd, you'd get money um and so they they started adding all these different things to make it a more like kid-friendly holiday mm. and then 1928 started, yeah in ontario that was the first time in america anybody dressed up for halloween okay i bet you know somebody who was alive then <laughs> what <laughs> Why I bet you don't. So serious <laughs> for that statement. I bet you know someone who was alive then. Yeah, you know you what? know someone when Halloween started, kind of. No. Like the Halloween we know. You know somebody who knew somebody. Because <laughs> you probably don't know. I don't know if anybody who was alive in 1928 is still alive. That's a long time ago. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma was born in 1935. So not 1928. You're right. So she knew. She probably knew someone who was alive when Halloween started. She probably currently knows. I mean, I mean, I would hope that her parents were alive when Halloween started. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd be six years old giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma. We should ask your grandma what Halloween was like for her when she was a kid. Maybe it was that's I, that's actually. I'm genuinely curious in that. Yeah. Because like it'd be less than ten years old when she's three years old. Yeah, it would have been very young. But so it, it the the kids started dressing up like crazy scary figures um and you would get the jack-o'-lanterns and the kids actually carried jack-o'-lanterns around for a while to get candy like it wasn't a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah, jack-o'-lantern no. itself was what you put candy in. And then it switched to pillowcases eventually cuz you hold more. Yeah, once once we invented pillowcases for the longest time. <laughs> Pillows. What was that? Pills didn't, have, right. pills didn't always have cases. When <laughs> we're both Googling it, when were pillowcases? Listen, this is the most educated. I hate that that's already a Google search. Like that I was love one of the that suggested the first, thing. the first suggestion was pillow on Wikipedia, and it's just an article titled pillow. That's it. Pillow. I love that there's a website called pioneerthinking.com, and they have a whole page called pillow facts and history you didn't already know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Pillows are interesting, man. Sure, you already know that pillows can go on your couch or bed, <laughs> and you already know that you can lay your head on them and rest or even sleep in comfort with the right pillow. But did you know that the history of the pillow can be traced by traced 
back to ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia? I figured. Mes- that's a type of cookie, right? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Mesopotamian nuts. <laughs> <laughs> if not, oh no, wait, hold on. This is the intro to this article. Uh, but did you know that the history of the pillow can be traced back to ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia? If not, then you may want to read the rest of this. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm looking at some of these pillows in this Wikipedia article, and they look awful. There's a wooden pillow that, like, straight up, like, can you think think of, like, your airplane travel pillows? Yep. That's Looks like, like that. the neck. But it's it's on a stand, so there's there's a a pillar, and at the top of it is, like, the travel neck pillow, but it's facing up, so it's like a U at the top of the stand. So you, like, lay your head, and it, like, catches your neck, I guess, and holds you up from that pillar. It's really ridiculous. And they have the same thing for, pot- like, it's a pottery one. When man invented the wheel, it was made of stone, and the carts that used this wheel provided a very bumpy ride. The first pillows invented weren't very comfortable either. That wasn't related at all. <laughs> Pharaohs of Egypt were buried with pillows in their tombs made of wood with curvature cut out that would fit their what do you heads. Do you need a pillow for if you're dead? Um, well, at least once a year they got up and had dinner with their family. <laughs> they have to be well rested for it. I gotta rest up for Saween. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they said it's so weird. Does their neck hurt? Like and they're dead. Sorry. Celine. Celine. Like, no, it's Sam like, Dad, Dad, you're Sam Heen. Celine. Celine. I think we figured it out. We know where Halloween really came from. It's bad pillows. Was the Egyptian mummies and their wooden pillows? Awful pillows. Couldn't say Samhin. Samhin. Saween. This problem. Like the really old grumpy grandpa. The grandpa. I brought my girlfriend. I want you to meet her. I don't need to meet her. (laughs) He's like Saween. (laughs) Saween. See, Hall- I don't think Halloween would have ever happened if Tempur-Pedic got out of this scene earlier. Stop. <laughs> we could probably trace back evil to the... M- like, where evil kind of started fading. Honestly, if Jack up. had more comfortable pillows, he would have just gone home and left the devil in the tree. Yeah, because he would have been like, life's worth living. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go sleep on a comfortable pillow tonight, and the devil's going to lay his head in a tree. <laughs> so, I win. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. I the sentence that there. I just read is, these Europeans did not believe that their pillow pets were going to come to life at night and eat them as they slept. So, I got to read pillow a little pets bit of came context. Out in like, <laughs> pillow pets came out in, like, 98. I remember because my dad had the idea for pillow pets, and we had, like, hundreds of them in our house. And when they came out, my dad was furious because somebody stole his idea. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that day clearly. I'm imagining Tim (laughs) storming around your house. Terry, (laughs) did you tell anybody my idea? Look on the TV! Turn the TV on, Tim! Look at it right now! Look at it right now! Someone stole my idea! The pillow pets! 
Somebody stole ball pens! <laughs> so I know for a fact the Egyptians hold didn't on. have those. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did, you... <laughs> Did your dad ever, like, share this idea with you as a kid? Uh, well, I mean, he made a punch. Like He made these before they came out. Before they came out. We had your dad invented pillow pet. pets. Yeah, we had a ton of pillow pets in our house. What? <laughs> Yeah, we had we had a ton of them, and like he had. Tell me, be honest. We've been friends for five years. This should have come up day one. I don't. I can't think of a context <laughs> in which that would have. Oh yeah, it's hey, I'm Jaren. Hey, I'm Tim. By the way, my dad. <laughs> my dad invented pillow pets before. before the idea. My dad was the original guy for uh, for mm-hmm. pillow pets. Yeah, he had the a lot OG. of very. He had a lot of variations of it. Actually, he had one that he called the Bible Buddy, Stop. and it actually opened up, and there yeah, would be a Bible. Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, had, he it was. I feel like Mardell already got a hold of that one too. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, they all. Man, could have been pretty rich, maybe. How much? How much does a guy who invented pillow pets make? <laughs> who Listen, invented? I. I straight up thought of a French horn. <laughs> this is not even made up. I can't say it without laughing though. <laughs> what? I thought of a French horn. Um, like this really curved <laughs> instrument. <laughs> What? Before I ever saw one. <laughs> no, you didn't. That's straight up, No, you didn't. Yes. I thought of a French horn, and then when I saw one, I thought, what? This is not even made up, Tim. I wish it was. <laughs> I wish I was I don't believe you. Tim. I don't believe you. I was at my grandma's house imagining this curved instrument that you play. It's like a trumpet, but it's like all curved. You have to hold it special and weird. And then I saw someone play the French horn one day, and I was like, I have thought of that instrument. I've seen this before. (laughs) Dad, I'm a prophet. (laughs) The French horn! (laughs) Terry, get in here! (laughs) This is my idea! I even called it that. Someone made it a French horn. Well, I was going to call it the Italian horn. <laughs> I was going to call it the Italian stallion. <laughs> Man, what are you looking up right now? Are you looking up your dad's pillow pets? Uh, sort of. I'm looking at Jennifer Teffler. Is this her? Tel- Jennifer Telfer. Um... She's she's the the lady who invented pill pets in 2003, so that's that's when pill pets came on the scene. Not the ancient Egyptians. What's her name? Jennifer Telfer. I'm trying to find her her net worth. Jennifer. Um, but there's not a lot about her online, surprisingly. Telfer. Telfer. Yeah. T e l f e r. I found it. Yeah. Uh, after three hundred thousand dollars in first year revenue, Telfer's CJ products sold three million dollars worth of pill pets in 2008. Seven million. In mm-hmm. 2009, and more than 300 million dollars in mm-hmm. 2010. Yeah, I'm trying to find her actual net worth, though. So she started in 2000, what? 2003, and by 2010, the company made 300 million. I don't know how much she made. Um, okay, uh, they're licensed. They have license agreements with Disney and Nickelodeon, so they got to be pretty big. Oh, you know she's like rolling in the money. Yeah. Okay, but how I made my millions, pillow pets. Uh, this is an article from. Is it from pillow pets? No, <clears throat> it's uh, NBC. Not trustworthy source. Go to Wikipedia. 
Or they may be only more functional and stuff to handle what turns into a soft, super soft pillow. Wait, so, you, okay, <clears throat> your dad, did your dad make pillow pets? <clears throat> yeah, we had a bunch of them in the house. Okay, I don't know how but hold on, it. hold on, hold on. I was going to say, like, is it reversible that it becomes a pillow? Do you I do you want to say the concept? Because I think you think that your dad invented stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a pillow pack. It was, a, it was a thing that looked like an animal, and it was stuffed with all the stuffing, and we laid on it sometimes. No. No, it like turned inside out. Yeah, it had like a flap that you could open and close. Okay. I I don't remember the pillows very. I remember the Bible buddies really well because I I feel like we had more of those because he had a lot of different variations of those. But I think he had the pillow ones too. In any regard, the ancient Egyptians didn't come up with those. (laughs) 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 Tell me more about the these ancient Egyptian. Because if that's the case, then somebody needs to get hold of this Jennifer girl. And sue her for everything she's worth. Yeah, this like, isn't her idea. Yo. She doesn't own that. The Egypt does. Okay, no, but what it says was, I think they were just using it as a. There's so many typos in this page. This is definitely a 38 year mom who hasn't. This is her hobby is writing pillow facts. Does why is there typos? That doesn't. Not misspelled words, but the wrong there. Uh, uh, yeah, she's that kind of person. Uh, spelled correctly. Probably buys pillow pets. Wrong one. Um, okay, let's see. Where's that pillow pets line? Okay, the Greek and Romans did it right. Did it right back then, with their hedonistic tendencies that some say led to the downfall of Rome. Why is she okay? The people were into luxury and the pleasure of the self. So instead of rocks, stones, or metal, the Greeks and Romans used reeds, straw, and all-time favorite of the rich, feathered down. Mm. Come These on. Europeans did not believe that their pillow pets were going to come to... What pillow pets are you talking about? They were. They had pillow pets back then. No. We need to take this to the press. <laughs> this is pillow pets are nothing new! <laughs> and yes, a comfortable pillow was part of the experience as well. Eat, drink, sleep, repeat was the norm of living in this culture. Pillow pets? I think this is just something that we'll never understand. Maybe ancient pillow pets are a mystery. Maybe she has pillow pets and she thinks they're going to come to life at night and eat her. And she is saying, <laughs> and she's saying they didn't think they that because they that. didn't have that fear. So I don't have to. But starting in 2003, Jennifer Telfer <laughs> made it so I can't sleep at night. You're right. You're right. Because <laughs> now I'm afraid that this is going to come alive and eat me. Yes, exactly. It okay. Was, it worked out perfectly because in 2003, they, the pillow pets came onto the scene, and that was perfect timing just a couple years before that. Toy Story came onto the scene. <laughs> okay, I'm out. I'm <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> it was, Halloween, It was a huh? perfect story. This is <clears throat> Salween. <laughs> <laughs> These are pillow pets <laughs> invented by Jennifer. <laughs> Not Wait, Tim never... Stone Sr. He did not invent these. <laughs> <laughs> he invented Bible pouches. <laughs> Bible buddies. Song Bible, is... Bible buddies. Bible buddies? Bible I guarantee buddies. If, I, if I Google Bible buddies right now, I'm going to find some Bible buddies. There's a Bible buddies app. There's a Bible memory buddies. 
It's the Cave Quest Bible Buddies. What? Yeah, your dad didn't invent this, man. Okay. Um, we still got to figure out when when pillowcases were invented. <laughs> <laughs> when were pillowcases invented? When were pillow? When was the pillowcase invented? Answers.com. <clears throat> Pillows were mainly used by wealthy men in Asia. Are you on Answers.com? Yes. Because the way this answer is displayed drives me crazy. <laughs> you have to like click through and like ah. This, ah. I'm, more, I'm gonna I'm going to Yahoo. Well, get out of here. I'm looking at an article of twenty ways to sew a pillowcase. That's not. It's not gonna get us our answer. Listen, I don't think you're gonna get the answer anymore. This yeah. Wait. Hold on. Okay. Pull up. Pull that. Answers.com back up. Okay. I'm on Yahoo. I'm on the best answer on Yahoo. Okay. I'm on the best answer on Answers.com. Okay. You ready? Yeah. On three, let's start reading. Okay. One, two, three. The pillows pillow were originally used. The... <laughs> I don't think. What? Hold on. Wait. Let's start again. We're on different things. Wait. Here. Let's start again. Okay. What? <laughs> Why are we doing this? It's a good idea. Just trust me. One, two, three. Just pillows like the other pillows, used... there's no real answer <laughs> that states. Wait, hold on. Okay. Just keep going. Just keep going. That states who invented the actual pillowcase. Pillows, pillows were, originally were originally used, used mainly, mainly by, by wealthy, wealthy men, men in, in Asia. Asia. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's the same one. What's next? What's next? Ready? There's nothing left on mine. Oh, it's over? Yeah. Ah, dang it. I know. I'm sorry. I thought I thought we had word for word on the same mm-hmm. answer on both these websites. I, I was really excited. It's close enough. That sentence was perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, this is just telling you about pills, not pill cases. See, I don't. I don't. Wait, think hold on. Go back to that. I think I have the answers.com thing. Ready? What? Oh, do you? Were you not on answers.com? Yeah. No, I wasn't answers.com, but I think I found <laughs> the comment that might be the same. Ready? Pillows were originally used mainly by wealthy men in Asia, and after they were found in ancient Egyptian tombs, the difficulty of sophisticated dyes and sewing techniques led to the development of pillows as an art form, with highly decorated pillows becoming prized commodities first in China and Persia, and later in medieval Europe. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You went to Yahoo for that, didn't you? I won. Hundred percent did. I feel like this pack. This podcast. I feel like this pa- this podcast is going to be five percent talking and ninety five percent us laughing. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> oh, jeez. Fiddle off, man. Fiddle off. <laughs> Fiddle off. Oh, no. Man. Um. So. Wait, so how did... Okay, we left off in the 20s for Halloween. Yes, yeah. So in the 20s, you started... They, they started dressing up 
in yes. the in the in North America. Because we got off on this long tangent <laughs> on pillowcases, freaking pillows and pillow pads <laughs> and pillowcases. Gosh, but yeah, and so so around that time, like trick or treating was developing. Okay, and you you would trick or treat, and then they they changed the the development of what you got trick or treating would change, mm-hmm. and then they started dressing up, and that mm-hmm. started on in Ontario, and. So the first re- the first record we have was in Ontario. I, it could have started somewhere else, but that's the first place we know that that what was called guising was happening, which is disguising, dressing up. Oh, um, nice. okay. Uh, but so that's the first record we have, and then in um, <clears throat> the '30s, uh, they started haunted houses started happening, and it was interesting the way that it kind of developed because it was. Um, Hold on, let me let me let me catch up right here. Um, they started doing like haunted houses. Just so haunted you guys houses. Know, Tim has his whole speech like written out. Yeah, I He's write it before. It word for word. <laughs> yes, yeah, I plan it. That's that's how you. Uh, You've got a lesson plan. Yeah, I've got a lesson plan. I have a book. Um, I have I have our homework assignments written out too. Actually, of everything that we're. Dude, we should straight up write a book. <laughs> I'm just stupid tilns. Yeah. Tilns. Yeah. But. We'll call um, it the tilns of Tim and Jaren. The tilns? Jaren and Tim. Let's be honest. Okay. It's alphabetical (laughs) order. You know if if we do it Tim and Jaren? (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) What's that? Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, so the haunted houses, corn mazes, hayrides, stuff like that started showing up, and they were all centered around the idea of scaring people and making it a thrill. So you didn't go on a hayride for, for the fun of it. You didn't go right in a corn maze to get through the maze. You went to get scared. And so all oh, that stuff, so like haunted corn maze is like that's the, the, original. the original. That's oh. the original. It wasn't a maze to get out. It right. was to get scared. And so they started doing that. The original haunted house that we know about was in a place called Lip Hook in England in 1915. That was the first haunted house we know about for sure. Um, and it was more uh, less of a haunted house that we think of today, more like of like a fun house at a carnival. Like they yeah. had a lot of steam yeah, yeah, yeah. powered like lifts and crazy things that would happen but they were it, they would pop out and scare you but it wasn't like a clown like would jump out at you it was like some the walls would like steam out at you and stuff like that right. so it still got a similar effect but it's different the cool thing about that is that house still exists and they have it open in this place outside Liphook in England which is a really small town like 4000 people um and it, it's this place called the Hollycomb Steam Collection which is a uh, like a, like a little theme park of these steam powered like fun houses and stuff from carnivals. Every everything oh, in it is, is cool. steam powered, and it's still open. It's still operational. You can go see what was the first real haunted house ever, and it's steam powered and it's still open. So if you live anywhere near Lip Hook, India, in England, I keep wanting to say you, India. I thought you were. <clears throat> I thought you were going for Lipbook, Indiana, for a Lip while. Hook, there. Indiana. No, it's England, a little bit further away. Um, I do see that. Liphook, England. Um, so that's, yeah, that's a, a fun fact to know and tell. Am I right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just. 
<laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. <laughs> so a little while after that, yeah, haunted houses started getting pulled up, and they were charities, and so. Uh, like hospitals and stuff like that would put on a haunted house. Yeah. You'd pay to get in, and then that'd be how they would fund the hospital. And so for a good while, haunted houses were charities until Disneyland in the 60s opened the Haunted Mansion, and they changed the game forever. And everybody was like, whoa. Really? This, yeah, they were like, this is what a haunted house can be? Because for the longest time, it was really probably more like what you guys put on which was probably really good right it was just a walkthrough little thing. yeah it was an independent little walkthrough thing um and then disney opened up the haunted mansion and like just upped the game and every and then everybody took note of that and then big bigger companies were like oh we can do this too so knott's berry farm started not scary farm which i love the name (laughs) of that and then so then all the haunted part are all the theme parks uh, we're starting to start up their Halloween things, and so they took haunted houses from being this small charity like type event that there was not really any haunted houses that were known outside of your town. Like, yeah, it was just like this is a charity haunted house, and it right. ma- might happen every year, it might not, might we're be a one time thing. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden it's this corporate thing where you could make a lot of actual money off of it, not just for charity or something like that. Right, um, and then. Uh, and then the evangelical Christians jumped on in 1972 and opened up the Hell Houses, oh, okay. which yeah, I didn't yeah. know about until today. Until today, yeah. I, I looked it up and and talked to you a little bit about it because you you have more of a background on Hell Houses than I do. <laughs> you, you understand? Because I never, I, I I'm I don't. It's a Midwest thing. I get. I suppose. It's, I mean, I think it's a Bible Belt thing. There's one in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's uh, really big. <clears throat> I mean, they say that. I mean, they say that hundreds of thousands of people go through every year. Um, I mean, essentially, what it is is real life situation. Like they just show like a like a you go to each little room and it's like a drunken man like beating his wife. Like it's just a, it's just weird stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really awkward. I haven't been, I I'm I don't want to go in one. I don't think, but it's like real life things like drug use um, and like just weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, just like real life scary stuff and at the end they put you in a room and they're like Jesus can save all and you're like oh my <laughs> gosh come on like it's just I don't know it's just a weird scare tactic to get people to follow Jesus but um, yeah, yeah I mean I, I had heard of that I mean that's pretty common around here not yeah. around here we live in Kansas City but yeah. I mean like in the Midwest yeah I had never heard of that in my life so I, when I read Hell House, I thought something totally different. Than Have that. you ever heard of? Uh, oh gosh, Heaven's Gates, Hell's Hell's Flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a Hell House? No, it's like a production. It's like a play. Yeah, I've heard. Um, of that. That's essentially the same concept, though. But you walk through it instead of watching. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you live it. <laughs> <laughs> it's real, man. You thought. <laughs> you thought. So. So the haunted houses started blowing up, right? Yeah. You had corporations doing big things. You had theme parks especially. It was huge for theme parks. Theme parks loved the haunted houses, loved Halloween. They would like deck out the whole theme park for, for Halloween and do like their, their Nights of Terror and stuff like that. Um, so all of this is like less than a century old. Yes, yeah. What? Yeah, that's, the, that's what's crazy. And then you started uh, – in, 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 in like the 60s, 70s, 80s, early 80s, you had 
smaller people started doing a ton of Honda houses. They started getting really popular. So, so you had like smaller companies mm-hmm. or just people on their own were opening up haunted houses and there was nothing, there was no regulation. Like you could do whatever you wanted in a haunted house. Nobody cared. Like it was yeah. just, it was all in good fun. And so, uh, it was, is a very interesting world you were walking into when you walked into a haunted house. Cause when we were growing up, you knew like, you're like, they can't touch me. Yeah. Like I'm going to walk away from I the I was safe. just going to ask that. Yeah. But that wasn't always the, the case. Like, those smaller companies, especially like the bigger ones, like they would enforce rules themselves, right. but there was nothing legal like around the smaller whole thing. Smaller ones use real chainsaws and just cut. They actually legs cut off. people up. <laughs> <laughs> but what changed? Welcome that? to the Hell House. Hope you like it. You <laughs> can't leave. <laughs> can't leave. So hope, hope you like up. Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> At the end, they're like, do you believe in God? You say no, then they cut your legs off. <laughs> do you believe now? <laughs> You're going to need to pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Better worship him, stubby. <laughs> <laughs> if you start to believe, then your legs will come back. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. You're my healer. (laughs) I believe you can bring back my knees. (laughs) I need you, Jesus. I need you to knee me. Okay, all right. This is wrong. Enough. Enough. So in May 1984, putting your foot down and putting Cause you, my because you can, you got two of them. Yep, yep. It's because I got saved in Tulsa, Oklahoma, because I accepted the Back Lord. Because I was scared to say no. Because the guy next to me got his legs cut off for saying no, so I did. So I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I put two and two together. I was like, if I say no, they're going to cut my legs off. <laughs> and I said, I don't want that. So I picked up my fiddle and I fought the devil. <laughs> I was the guy with the chainsaw and I said, fiddle off, man. <laughs> So in May 1984 in Jackson, New Jersey, oh, gosh. oh no, the yeah. Six Flags Great Adventure, the haunted castle caught on fire while people were inside it, and uh, third or wait, eight teenagers died in that fire. So this created this huge backlash, yeah, lots of protests, which prompted legalization of all these different things, and yeah. so then. A lot of small, like they had all these new regulations you had to go through. You had to pass all these um, like uh, certifications to be yeah. able to have a haunted house. And so all the smaller haunted houses started going out of business. And so then it was only open to people who could manage to pull off getting all those right. certifications done. And so that's what turned uh, haunted fire? houses, that fire turned haunted houses from being a much more free form, anything goes. Um, to being a very highly regulated industry, um, 
and that created it where it was like theme parks for a while were really where you could go for haunted houses for mm-hmm. for a good deal of time like in the 80s and the early 90s it was really theme parks and then but i'm i'm just curious like, okay let's get certified okay, let's so make this, this is happen. all last century mostly i mean it, it started it, you had like that concept of like honoring dead people and yeah. remembering the dead um so there's kind of a scary concept to that your kids started getting treats. There was a poem. Let's see if I can find that. There was a poem that uh, somebody had wrote, uh, and I can't remember what the date was on it, but there was a date where in the poem the guy talked about Halloween um, being in a night where people would prank each other in the, po- in the poem. Oh, okay. Um, and that was – I can't remember what the date was on but yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what that is. But the 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 the, the pranking was around for a while, and the kids would get treats. But that kind of like changed and transformed. Yeah. And there was different holidays where you would dress up, and different holidays that would honor the dead. And the jack o' lanterns, like Halloween, was kind of this conglomerate of a lot of cultures putting together a lot of different like aspects of what they did at that period. Um, and I think that that's part of what made it is like when we got to North America, things were the melting pot. <laughs> Right. And so things came together. You had different cultures melding, and, like, you had them pick and choose different things from different cultures. I'm curious if you knew or if you found where the church started to be so against it. Yes. So that started um, – hold on. Let me see it. It was around – it was in the middle of that haunted house era. It's like the 80s? That was when the that was when things got real bad. Right. But uh, the haunted houses started in like 1915, so it was like somewhere in the middle of that haunted house era. You started having there was there was one thing that I read about a pastor who had written about it because there was a lot of people writing in saying that people from the church should abstain from any of those activities, and he said something along the effects of uh, I can't find exactly where that was, but along the effects of. it's okay for us to laugh at the devil or something like that. Um, and like, if kids are, if kids want to dress up like monsters once a year, um, it's all in good fun. Like there's no reason we should be against that. Right. Like, and he was, he wasn't seeing it as like this evil thing. Cause it's like, he was like, look at like your attitude towards it. Like if you're gonna right. look at it, like you're actually worshiping the devil then yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. But if you're not, then it's not a big deal. It's just, it's all in good fun. Um, and there was a lot of guys who had that view for a while after that, um, uh, after things, uh, Halloween kind of started taking a more secular turn and started being less of that remembering um, Christians. But um, Protestants were huge on it. Um, uh, a lot of different uh, reformers were into it for a long time. They saw it as an opportunity for ministry for a while. Um, and then they did the the charities, did the haunted houses mm-hmm. for a long time. Right. Um, but yeah, and so this is this is I found uh, that quote is from uh, it says if English and American children like to dress up as witches and devils on one night of the year, that's not a problem. If it's just a game, there's no harm in it. And so that was kind of the attitude for a while around Halloween. Um, and then as things developed and you started getting trunk or treats um, yep. and stuff like that. That started happening. Hold on, I just had the chunk of treat up. Um, that started happening, I think, in like the '80s, um, and it was more. It more happened as an effort to give kids a safer option than going door to door. 
Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then as that developed, it kind of turned into this idea that you need to stay away from Halloween. Like Halloween's inherently evil. Yeah. And they started learning about these things that were picked and choose from pagan cultures. Gotcha. Um, and they were like, the Halloween's a pagan holiday. It's worshiping evil spirits. But that was never actually true. It was all um, pieces from those right. cultures, pieces yeah, from yeah. the pagan things. But it was the, the, what Halloween was was never that. And the church for the longest time wasn't against it. It just it grew to being against it slowly but surely. So in the last century, we've gone from embracing Halloween to slowly being like, nah, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. As the Halloween festivities started to take um, a more like family-oriented turn when they started doing the stuff long before it was an American started looking the way we saw it long before anybody dressed up or anything like that. When they started doing activities, mm-hmm. they started doing the apple bobbing and different stuff like that. They started doing um, like divination activities, which were like little things that were pretty innocent at the beginning. Right. And so that there was all of it was kind of centered towards figuring out who your spouse was going to be. And okay. so it was like you would have, um, what? Like everybody would make soul cakes, okay. and if your soul cake had a ring in it, you were the next one to get married. And so there were activities similar to that, and then you could there was like fortune telling, like you get like a crystal ball, and like you'd look in the crystal ball, and whoever you saw was the person you were going to marry, or stuff, stuff like that. Um, that developed into talking to these dead people that you're supposed to be having the meal with. There's of course people who, who took it a different way. And a lot of those, those activities that they did uh-huh. were activities that were, had remnants in pagan cultures that was definitely used for, um, devil worship, Wiccan right, type bro, stuff. Right. And then it had ground, but it wasn't the main thing. No. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't the focus of it. And it, it the, the focus of it from the beginning was remembering saints. And then yep. it kind of turned to, going and getting treats with your kids um and then like haunted houses showed up and it was like getting scared so it kind of it took a lot of different real and then it kind of combined it all to yeah got you and it it took all these different facets and developed into different things um and now it's kind of just like this huge holiday that we use to celebrate the end of the harvest season Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's halloween that's this is halloween Sawin. 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 I don't like that. Uh, what should we end it with? Fiddle off. Oh, I, I want every episode to end with fiddle off now. Can we have every? Can we make a little fiddle runoff where every episode would be like fiddle off, and then it's like no, I don't want it to be fiddle off. I want it to be like hey. Fiddle off. <laughs> Fiddle off. And then like... <laughs> That's how it ends. No, you keep going longer and we'll just make it your voice going... <laughs> Got it. I don't know what's worse, the movements, or that you think that's what a fiddle sounds like. That is, I've listened to the Devil Went Down to a lot. That's exactly. We made the same sound. 
I had the devil went down to Georgia on my iPod first gen. I don't know if you know that we're making the same sound. <laughs> you and I, we're doing the same exact thing right now. I don't know if you recognize it, but it, we are. Fiddle off, man. Fiddle off!